Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. I am Becky and so excited to be launching Season 2 of Rooted in God's Word. This season is all about courageous pioneer women. And yes, that is you. You were created to make a difference in this world and to pave the way for others to find Jesus and grow in their faith. This podcast season, I am interviewing women just like you who are consumed with the call of God on their lives and are learning to quickly obey God and go wherever He tells them to go. I am praying this conversation encourages you and plants a little of the pioneering spirit inside of you. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everyone, and welcome. I am so excited and thrilled to have Heather Carlisle with me today. And Heather is, let's see, how do I want to introduce her? My daughter, Carrie's sister-in-law, or my wonderful son-in-law, Paul's sister. There you go. Heather, welcome. Thank you. So glad to be here. So good to have you. Hey, why don't we just start with you introducing yourself? Just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. So yeah, I'm Heather and um, I am married to an adventurous husband and I have two very energetic girls that they all keep me on my toes. I also am newly uh, trained as a life coach. I've kind of been coaching my whole life, but that's been in the last about year and a half. And so I've been doing one-on-one coaching. I also uh, run retreats is something God put on my heart and I just really have a passion for women, especially who've been through disappointment and hurt to learn how to process that with God and stay connected to him in that. I also do a few things at our local church. We're really involved over the worship team. And um, I've got a few different prayer and discipleship groups that I help run. I think that's kind of a summary. I love it. And you have a couple of daughters? Yes, I have two girls, Violet, who is nine and Lucy, who is five. Oh, wow. I love it. I, well, you know me, I had four daughters. I, you know, there's just something about those sweet little girls. And oh, yes. That five-year-old, I was just saying the other night to my kids though, how my, I remember the favorite season is like four to six-year-old. Oh, it's great. Kids. I agree. I love, I'm loving school age. Like, I think this is like my favorite season right now. Yeah. yeah. Really fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here and just being part of this interview on Courageous Pioneers. And I know I sent you some things to think about. Yeah. When you hear the word Courageous Pioneer, what are you thinking of? Okay. So immediately when I hear that, I think my first encounter with the word other than, you know, historically was the song that came out probably 10 to 15 years ago as a worship song by Rick Pino called Pioneer. And I remember hearing that. And at the time, I think I might've still even been like college age or just, you know, kind of really stepping into my faith on my own. And at the time, the only person I really thought of was like my pastor, who was also also my youth pastor. I thought, you know what? He's really the one who keeps, he's going ahead of me and making a path for me. But it's been kind of cool to feel like the last, you know, few years, I've kind of stepped into that role of, of like making a way for people. So I just wanted to read the lyrics. It's really beautiful if you want to look it up too, but I just think it really defines it well. Pioneer, pioneer, keep pressing onwards beyond your fears. Only your father goes before you to your own frontier. You're a pioneer. Uncharted wilderness stretches before you. You thrive on going where no one else has gone. Still, it gets lonely when the darkness rears. 
sing by the fire until the dawn. You travel light, you travel alone. When you arrive, nobody knows, but your father in heaven, he is glad you can go because those who come after you will need the road. What you have done, others will do, bigger and better and faster than you, but you can't look back. You got to keep on pressing through. There's a wilderness pathway and it's calling you. Oh, wow. Just love that imagery. And I just, I long to, you know, to be able to do for other people. And it's fun to finally feel like I get to step into that a little bit. So. I don't think I've ever heard that song, but I'm just thinking of the definitions that I put into this Bible study. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of what a courageous pioneer means, even when I just looked up the matching nouns and the matching verses or, you know, yeah. verbs and, and just being that difference maker, like you mentioned oh. your youth pastor yeah. paving the way for yeah. the youth that are in, in his uh, group, you know, yeah. and that's great. <laughs> well, in this Bible study, and this is going to put you on the spot, maybe, but I feature four <laughs> women, um, Sarah, Esther, Hannah, and Deborah. Which one is your favorite? Okay. Which one do you okay. relate to the I, most? Okay. I think uh, just especially in, I would say the last maybe two years, I feel like Esther a little bit. I feel like there is a call of God that I've heard clearer than before over my life. And it feels bigger than just me, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like it, it comes with some weight and some, like, I know this matters and I really need to do it because there's others who need, you know, what we're going to bring. So I think in that way, I think Esther would be, would be the one. Yeah. That's great. I, I just wanted to ask you, what are some things that you, you said you hear that call? Do you encounter fear? Do you encounter hesitation? And I know that may come out in your story, but just can you elaborate on that a little bit? For sure. So I guess I'll give a little bit of my story now because I think it fits well. So my personality, I'm an introvert. I was very shy as a kid and I really am most comfortable like at home reading a book by the fire, like <laughs> prayer, worship, all the alone activities with God, like I really, if I had my choice, would have thought, I'll just do that and I'll be totally happy, Lord. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to do anything else here. I don't need an adventure. <laughs> and the last, let me see, I think it was about two years ago. You know, I, I felt like the Lord was stirring some things prior to this, even in being married to my husband, who's majorly adventurous and a risk taker. You know, for those who are familiar with the Enneagram, like he's a seven, eight. So he's always out doing and bold moves. And so I've learned a little watching him. I, I went to this um, worship conference and I wasn't expecting this at all, but I really had a big encounter with the Lord where he was kind of renaming who I was that I didn't realize I had really accepted fear and just settling for things, mm -hmm. just settling for less. And, and I, it's going to sound funny, but really the worship leader and the evangelist there just started singing holy. And all of a sudden I really had fell to my knees. I felt the, the Lord so strongly. And he said to me, my holiness means something and you have it too. There's a starkness to my beauty. You have it too. You were meant to stand out. And it was such a like defining moment for me. And honestly, even in the moment, I didn't really fully know what stark meant. I mean, so I knew it was from the Lord. And so I just kind of went home and it felt like a very defining word over my life that I needed the freedom to know it's okay to stand out. Like you have, you're meant to be different. And you should look different than everybody else. That's kind of my story with that. But I definitely inwardly, my natural state is not 
making crazy bold moves in the Lord or stepping out and doing things. So it really, but it really keeps us dependent, you know, on the Holy Spirit. He gets the glory, you know, because it's not anything in my giftings. Yeah. Yeah. Just in my own story in the last year, you've paved the way for me because I, and my, and my daughter, Carrie, your sister, you know, she kept saying, mom, you should become a coach. And I'm like, no, I, I'm, I, that's not my thing. I'm just not interested in that. No, you should become a coach. And she planted that seed in me. And then she goes, finally, she said, will you pray about it? And I'm like, oh, for Pete's sake, really? You know, (laughs) and I prayed about it. And I started talking to my husband about it. And he goes, well, talk to some people. And I knew Carrie had told me you had, you had stepped and this had probably happened after that two years, didn't you step into coaching? You were the first person I called Heather Mm -hmm. talked to me. So tell us that story. So you, you, you meet God at this conference and he says, you can be a stark difference. You can stand out. And then all of a sudden you're heading into coaching where, and whatever else. So yeah, I would say it was maybe six months or so maybe a little longer after that encounter with the Lord. This theme just kept coming up in, in my Bible reading and sermons I was hearing. It was, you know, how, I don't know anybody who's kind of walked with the Lord a while, you know, when it's what I call a swirl, you know, you keep seeing this reoccurring theme and, and you know, the Lord is telling you something. And so that was happening. Um, and the theme was, if you will use your gift, I will multiply it. I just kept hearing that. If you'll step out and use your gift, I'll, I'll multiply it. And and I, I was kind of frustrated at the time because I'm thinking, Lord, what else, what else do you want from me? You know, I'm a mom. I'm doing all this at church. Like, how else can you do it? You know, I said, so I literally asked him, what's my next step? And I felt like I heard him say, uh, your sister-in-law has your next step. And so that's my sister-in-law, Gianna. And I mean, again, I don't always hear that clearly. It's not always that nice and neat. But I really felt like that came to me. So I just, out of the blue, texted her. I said, Gianna, you want to get coffee? I feel like you've got something for me. And at the time we met and she didn't even have anything yet. So, you know, we threw around some ideas, but she didn't have anything. So a week later, she texts me and she knows, like she knew this was, this was the thing. She was doing a, um, a writing class with Jess Connolly, who was in charge of like this coaching program with Go and Tell Gals. And Jess brought up the, this new idea they were stepping into of licensing coaches and so she had said, you know, what, what it would look like and who it coaches. And, and Gianna just texted me and said, Heather, this is what you've been doing like all of your life. And now you could just, you know, reach more women. You can maybe make a little income. She's like, I think this is what you're supposed to do. And so it just blew me out of the water. But even still, Becky, like I still argued with that a little, yeah. you know, I mean, it was so clear, but I still was like, oh, like it costs money. And you know, my kids were, I still had Lucy, my youngest home. And I always pictured I'll step into stuff when they're in school, you know, and they weren't, in, she wasn't in school yet. And so, but it was, there was just confirmation after confirmation. My pastor had had a word he didn't realize confirmed it. And so I just said, okay, Lord, I just stepped in. And I really, the final sign I said was, you know, if I get in, then I'll just, I'll say yes and I'll do it. Cause they weren't going to take everybody. So I got in and like the rest is history, right? Becky, it's just incredible (laughs) with our yes, right? If we'll just say yes. If we'll just say yes. You'll just do amazing things. Now you are kind of, we are focused different uh, in this whole coaching thing, which I love. Go and tell gals kind of gave us that foundation and then said, now be who God has called you to be in your space. And you and I have, have headed into different positions 
but I'm looking at what you're doing with your retreats. How did that get birthed oh, inside my of you? Goodness. I mean, to me, that is like pioneering, girl. I oh, mean, what it are is you doing? so fun. It's so fun. So again, I, I think the more you do it, the more you just say yes and step out, the more you see the Lord's going to come through. Even if this, I guess this is my closing statements, but I'll throw it in now. Even if we miss it and it's not the Lord, like his grace is so much bigger that he will turn it for, for our good and his glory. You know, that's just, that's just who he is. So we really have nothing to lose. And the more I'm learning to just step in, to hear and to obey, like, don't think a whole lot about it because you can reason yourself out of everything. He just makes it a little easier to just say yes the next time, you know, and at the, um, the retreat, the coaching retreat that not the first time I went, but the second time I went to like help you know, we do a lot of vision work and just kind of, you know, what do you want out of life? And God was really bringing up a lot of themes, you know, that I, I really care about helping people get alone with the Lord. Like that's my real passion because everything will just get fixed if they get alone with the Lord, you know? And so I knew that was in there. And then one of my friends, you know, just mentioned, you know, she had kind of thought about doing retreats and long-term big picture vision. You know, I had written down that I would love to own a retreat center called the sanctuary. Like that's just kind of been in my heart, you know, just a place. Cause that's something I would even have loved is just somewhere, you know, you can go and it's quiet and you can get away from the noise and you can meet with the Lord. So that was big vision, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, that's going to be 20 years down the line. I really felt like after the retreat, I got home I just posted online about my dream, you know, that someday I would love to own this place on the ocean and it'd be a retreat space. And the feedback I got was like, I couldn't believe it. I had women messaging me. I had all these comments that everyone like, when are you doing it? I want it. I need it. And I'm coming whenever you have one. And I'm thinking, wow, like the Lord was just like, Heather, this is a need and you can do something about it now. Like maybe you can't own a huge, gorgeous retreat center but why don't you just do a retreat? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, it's easy because my husband's always all on board with something new. He's like, yes, let's do it. You know, so that makes it easier too. But so I told him and I just had women here to, I was talking to and they all were behind it. And, you know, I've got a really good close knit group of women that we pray together. It's like one of my prayer groups. And so I knew that they would be helping at it. So I had support. I just went with it. And so we just started exploring locations my husband and I and the girls, we just would go and stay a night at a place because it mattered to me, the setting. And yeah, um, yeah. so, and then the, so the rest like was history. I really just picked the spot. I really felt like from the beginning, my, uh, one of my friends, who's like a graphic designer, she was helping me do some of the graphics because I'm not that skilled at that. We both had in our heart, like two different distinct images. We really felt like we, we had a, like a light pastel, you know, spring colors. And then we also had like this large, dark, cozy feel. And so we just, I just felt like from the beginning, the Lord was like, do spring and fall, like do both. And that felt scary, Becky, when you've never done it and you don't know if anyone will come. And I felt like he said, book both places and the places we toured, there was a place that on Lake Michigan, that was gorgeous. That was a little more affordable, a good entry point for people. And I felt like that was for spring. And there was this gorgeous lodge um, in the woods, 600 acres all to herself up North that, oh, I just wanted for fall. So I booked both and just said, okay, Lord, here we go. It was amazing that our spring sold out and uh, fall didn't quite sell out, but it was like my dream. I literally cried nonstop from Friday to Sunday because of the powerful way that the Lord worked. And so it's just been a dream. It's been a dream. Yep.
That is so awesome. So that was 2021. Yeah. What's happening in 2022? So I am still, again, it's, you know, you just take a step at a time. So I'm searching, Lord, I've got spring. I've already got a place for spring booked. Um, the place that's on Lake Michigan, it was wonderful. Um, so that's May of this year. And then fall, I am still praying about because I found I really liked the more intimate group and getting to go a little deeper with the women and one-on-one -on -one time with each woman. And it was a little bit pricier. So maybe not everyone would want it. So anyways, we're, we're kind of hashing that out right now. I'm thinking about narrowing that down to even maybe I have a big heart for women in ministry or leadership that don't get to necessarily, you know, be fed and taken care of themselves because they're always taking care of others. So something God's been stirring to in my heart, we're still chewing on that, but yeah, it's been amazing. I just love it. Well, just in closing, okay, so you would have said, I am the stay-at-home woman in front of the fireplace with a book in my cozy chair. Mm -hmm. Encourage that woman who just wants to stay in that chair. <laughs> I mean, what would you what would you say to her? Like she, her heart oh, might goodness. be pounding right now. She might, yeah. you know, it's for this yeah. is for that this listener, this is for you. This is for that woman who says, I I'm just the homebody. I, I just, this is not me. I, I don't think I want to be stretched. I don't think I want to step out in any boat of any boat, you know, <laughs> just keep me yes. here. You know, Heather, just what would you say to her? Well, I would say that when we don't allow the Lord to stretch us into something new, we miss out on satisfaction for ourselves. I found that as I was writing out some of my fears when I did coaching, that I really, figured out, I wasn't feeling fully satisfied. Like I knew there was more, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I was happy with my kids, but I wasn't really fully satisfied. And I felt like the Lord gave me this picture of like, well, I've created you to be an Eagle and you are rolling in the dust, like a chicken, you know, like you're not going to be satisfied until you're actually doing the thing that he's made you for. And I think sometimes he knows better who we are than we do ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so you don't know that until you start stepping into things. And so again, I don't know how to explain it other than the amount of like holy satisfaction mm -hmm. in your purpose, you can miss out on mm -hmm. when you just play it safe, bigger, the risk, like the bigger, the reward too. And yeah. at the retreats, like there's no words for seeing God hit these women and give them specific mm -hmm. answers that they could have gotten nowhere else, life-changing moments with God. And, mm -hmm. and I get to like be part of that. I mean, there's nothing more satisfying, let alone obviously what the women might miss out on if we don't give our part to the body. And so, yeah, I just, I just, again, encourage you women to just ask the Lord, like take the limits off what you thought each season might be. And just ask the Lord, am I supposed to be doing anything else, Lord? And just really be open because he might surprise you and he <laughs> might have just you for it. And you don't know it yet. Like, even like, I never wanted to be the one on stage. I would tell the Lord, like, really, I don't want to do announcements. Even I don't want to speak at a stage. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the Lord, I, I, when I found out he had chosen me, really, I felt a calling. I said, Lord, why would you call me for this? I don't even want it. And he said, that's exactly why I'm calling you. Wow. Because you don't want it for yourself and your own glory. And so I can do more through you in your weakness. Mm -hmm. And again, but he's stretching me and growing me where it's not going to always be painful either. 
like I'm starting to enjoy it, you know, but there is some growing season and uncomfortability in it, but it's worth it. Like, it's just so worth it. So that is so good. I know you mentioned before, just this concept of we offer and he multiplies. Absolutely. You know, but the same thing goes, we offer and he supplies everything that we need. Oh yeah. And, and like you mentioned, I have gone into almost every time I've ever been stretched in God. I haven't known what I was doing ahead of time. I haven't known how to do it. No, (laughs) but it totally keeps you dependent on him, which is exactly where we need to be. Yep. Yep. Because it really wouldn't even be courageous or an adventure if we just only did the things that we were able to do on our own. Absolutely. Yes. There's no room for God then, right? No. Yeah. Oh, so just look at what God has done in just even in the last couple of years. Just it's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. <laughs> that is awesome. Well, Heather, thank you so much for being here. It just was a joy to hear your story. And I just know that there's so much more. I follow you on Instagram. I mean, everywhere I can find you, I follow you. And I wanted to, I wanted to go to both those retreats. Awesome. Someday <laughs> maybe it'll sometime, work. Sometime it will work. If you want to learn more about Heather, all of her info stuff will be um, um, listed below on the, on the page. Yeah. Just thank you so much, dear. It was so good to see you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. Hey friend, are you looking for a new Bible study either for yourself or for a small group? Courageous Pioneers features four Bible women. Sarah pioneered a nation. Esther pioneered freedom. Hannah pioneered the fresh voice of God and Deborah pioneered leadership. These women marked and blazed the trail for you to follow. Be inspired and challenged to leave your comfortable spaces to follow God's voice and fulfill your God-given purposes. Follow the link to my website and be ready for a new God adventure.